Amen. Thank you. Thank you for giving to the Lord's work here at Fellowship Church. You've blessed us. Continue to do so. We've, uh, we've not missed a beat. Best thing we ever did was stay open, keep the church open. Because you're Americans, you can figure it out. You're Americans. I won't say much about it, but if you think back about six months where our country was, seems like things are fine. We know that there's always been problems. But then the coronavirus comes. And I have another strong opinion. The church got shut down in this country. Whether you like it or not, whether you agree with it or not, you can't argue with the fact that it did. And this is what it looks like. Without the church strong in America, preaching the gospel, loving people, getting out there, letting your voice be heard, getting out there, not just shut up at home. This is what it's going to look like if we just stay shut up at the house. I know, that's awful. He's terrible. Well, just spell my name right. I'm sick of it. Sick of seeing what our country's becoming. Sick of it. We need the Lord. We need the Lord. We need the Lord in this country. You think your Savior's a political party? You're smoking crack. Our Savior is Jesus Christ the Lord. This is a Christian nation. This is who we are. I know I'm loud. I'm I, Yeah, somebody should be. Come on. We're the church of the living God. If, if the church is supposed to be salt and it's lost its Savior, it's good for nothing but to be trampled under the feet of men. That's what the Bible says. This isn't a meeting, guys. This is the church. And people say we're not necessary. You don't need it. You can do it online. Bull. We need each other. Yes or no? Amen. Say. Do you feel stronger coming to church? Yes or no? Do you feel stronger? Do the test. Do the test. Do you feel stronger when you're in God's house? Amen. Say. You get your tail kicked a little bit. You go out there and you want to you wanna live for the Lord. Amen. Say. Brothers and sisters, listen, we're two or three are gathered in whose name? I'm in your midst. Okay? I'm all for technology, but I'm never for the church. The body of Christ right here going away. They'll need to bury me dead. Okay? I like online, guys. God bless you guys. Thank you for watching. Listen, I am glad you're there. But I'm a whole lot gladder, excuse me, that we have this place open right here. If I had to choose between the two, it'd be right here. When Facebook deems stuff I can't say is appropriate anymore, we'll be right here. How about that? Amen? Say. We'll be right here. How about that? Amen? And we'll be clinging, amen, to the Lord. And uh, He'll help us. Amen? Praise the Lord. I, I still don't think I was that bad. Don't write me ugly letters. That's the dumbest thing you can do. I'm going to tell you that right now. One of the dumber things you can do. Because I'll do it just like this. <laughs> into the trash can. I need encouragement, baby. Yes or no? Come on. Would y'all go ahead and get on your feet with me? She wanted to play the Star Spangled Banner this morning. Well, there's just no way we're going to sit down. Amen. I told her, I said, they won't sit down for that at all. So, amen. Let's sing it. Can you give me that note? Oh, 
Flag Day at Fellowship Church. Amen. Praise the Lord. Be seated if you would. Here we go. Wow. Thank you, Miss Karen, and everybody that served us today. Thank you so much. Let's go to the Word this morning. Different message. I do it every summer. Messages like this, in case you're not used to it. It's called, In God We Trust. In God We Trust. I started doing this when I preached at the high school. As you can see, it says volume 12. I've been at least doing it for 12 years in the summertime, just for a few weeks, around the 4th, and uh, usually start somewhere out about now, maybe after Father's Day. But uh, anyway, let's go to the Word this morning and, and to history. History. Can you say history? History. History is not what somebody says about it lately. Okay. And guys, you can see a mess going on in our country. You can say what you want to about it. It's a mess. All right? The fellow who will probably be elected sheriff in Sarasota County, at least I hope so, is Kurt Hoffman. I've known Kurt for years. Kurt used to come to the high school regularly with his family and hear me preach. He was a state attorney for a good long while. He's been the colonel up at Sarasota for many, many, many years now. You can't find a better man than Kurt Hoffman. That's just the truth. I mean, that sounds like an endorsement. He's my friend. I love him. He's a good man. Amen. This county, we have Sheriff Bill Promel. I've got to know Bill. And uh, Bill will bring his young'uns here, his grand young'uns, when we have special events. He and his family are always here for Christmas Eve when we have the concerts. It means the world to them. Amen. I've had many times with him uh, and to talk with him. He's a good man. You hear me or not say. And so we believe in supporting our police that's in our area. Got it? Absolutely. I never thought I'd have to say we believe in supporting the police. Okay? We, it, it's, it is what it is. You're going to always have some issues you know, according to the FBI, yes, last year, you know, 19 white men were shot and killed by police officers, and they were unarmed. Nine black men. That's according to the figures of the FBI. 
Not to say that there's not a lot of problems out there. There's not saying that people don't make decisions. And you, you've seen it just as well as I do. But to think that we don't need police and we're going to defund the police and we're just going to be, and we're going to have uh, anarchy and we're going to have little, and we're just going to run everything now. We'll have a message coming up in a couple of weeks on where, you know, actually we're going to start next week, okay? But uh, it'll be on where did laws come from? Okay, we're going to do it in God we trust. Where did laws come from? Take a wild guess where laws came from. Take a wild guess. Yeah, the Lord, God gave them, wrote them with his own finger. All right, so we need law. Say that with me. We need what? Try to run your family without it. Try to raise children without rules. Yes or no, amen. Say, it's craziness. Just won't work. We'll let the children run the Clark house. That's not happening. Amen, say. It's just not happening. So anyway, so here we go with the message today. I didn't want to get too sideways here, but we live in a great country. We need to get back to where we're, where we're headed right now. Amen. But also, uh, the church is so vital to this, to this country. The church is so vital to this country. You never hear anybody say that. Turn on the news today and see if you hear anybody say that. The church is so vital to this country. Did y'all hear me or not? Our forefathers came over here for freedom of religion. That's why they came. They wanted to raise their children in the ways of the Lord from the Bible. Whether you like it or not, that's why they came. Okay? They wanted to leave England. They wanted to leave that area and raise their children like they wanted to raise their children without persecution. It was not easy. You'd think it was a cakewalk the way we take it for granted. Yes or no? Amen. Say. So anyway, let's go now. Within God we trust. That's our nation. That's how we were founded. But I did want to put that out there that uh, that uh, the sheriff in this county, and I believe who will be the next sheriff too, are friends of mine, and I care for them. And if it's somebody else, I'm going to care for them. Y'all hear me or not say, I was up in Carolina the other day. I'm eating at Pete's Restaurant where you can get fried chicken livers and gizzards right on the menu. I don't always get them, but they're there. I just want to be at a restaurant that has them. I know i got a long message, buddy. But uh, there's the sheriff. Coach Bears was with me. Did I tell you all this already? The sheriff was right there of that county. Moore County. Pinehurst, North Carolina. Moore County. And there he is. I don't know him, but it says sheriff. And it says his name, Ronnie Fields. So I don't know him from, from man in the moon. But I'm eating, and so I'm going to know him. So I walked right over there. All his deputies, all of them got them guns on and I walked right over there and stuck my hand out. Hey, Sheriff, how you doing? I'm Pastor Gary Clark, Fellowship Church, Inglewood, Florida. I grew up down in Rockingham. How you doing? Big old joker, big as me with a crew cut. I told Chuck, I said, you don't want to mess around here, Chuck. Amen. But I just want to let him know that uh, who I was, told him where I lived. He said, well, you bought a house right next to my uncle. I said, well, great. Keep an eye on my house because I ain't up here much. So I got something out of it. But I just want to let him know, and the men with him, and women, both black and white, that we support them. Amen or oh me? Amen? Praise the Lord. Come on, one more time. Come on. Flat out. We never support somebody doing wrong. Yes or no? Amen? Say. That's crazy. We don't support preachers doing wrong. Yes or no? Amen? Do we support doctors doing wrong? 
No. But we want to love our pastor. We want to love doctors. We want to love and appreciate people in authority. Yes or no? We just want people to do right. Yes or no? Amen? Okay, I don't want to go too sideways. My daughter said, you're not going to do that today, are you, Daddy? Anyway, she's laughing back there. Yeah, I hear you back there. Yeah, let's go with the message. In God we trust. Let's go. Very focused now. Very focused. I'm not going to be sideways now. Here we go. Old glory. Can you say that with me? Old That's what they call the flag. Why? Why, you might ask. Why? Old glory. Of all the names, why are you called old glory? You're going to find out today. Go right to the history books. Rod, just push me, buddy. I appreciate it. The flag of the United States of America on June 14th. What's today? What's today? Well, look at that. Huh. I guess I'm not as crazy as you thought. Yeah. June 14th, 1777. About 250 years ago almost. A year almost after the Declaration of Independence, the Continental Congress knew that this new nation needed a what? A flag. Absolutely. So they passed the first flag act, resolved that the flag of the United States be made of 13 stripes, alternating red and white. This is history. That the Union be 13 stars, white on a blue field, representing a new constellation. So that's the flag. The flag of the United States of America. The Flag Act of January 13, 1794, provided for 15 stripes and 15 stars. The nation's growing. Okay? You can tell it by the flag. Keep looking. The Flag Act of April 4, 1818, provided for 13 stripes, one star for each state, to be added to the flag on the 4th of July. The flag of the United States of America, just walking. Executive order on June 24th, 1912. We're getting closer, okay? Established proportions of the flag, provided for arrangement of the stars in six horizontal, horizontal uh, rows, or eight each, a single point of each star to point where? Upwards. Yeah, I mean, really. Wouldn't it be nice if Congress could do this now? Actually tell us how a star points? Wouldn't that be something? Until this day, though, there was no set standard. Okay? Keep looking. January 3rd, 1959, provided for the arrangement of the stars in seven rows of seven stars. What's seven times seven? There you go. Each staggered horizontally and vertically, and Alaska became the 49th state of the Union. Not too far after that, here comes Hawaii. Okay, this order provided for the arrangement of the stars in nine rows of stars. Staggered horizontally, 11 rows of stars. Staggered vertically, Hawaii became the what state? There's your flag. Let's thank the Lord for the flag. There is your flag. You got your flag now. Okay, we got us a flag. Old glory. Old glory. Well, who designed and made the first flag? Somebody want to take a wild guess? You said Betsy Ross. Mm. Well, she didn't design the flag. It's possible she made the first flag. No one really absolute with certainty knows who designed the first stars and stripes and who made it, according to history. Congressman Francis Hopkinson seems most likely to have designed the flag. Historians believe that Betsy Ross, a Philadelphia seamstress, made the first flag. So if you said that she made it, you probably are right on that one. But she didn't design it. What is Flag Day? That's what this day is, June the 14th. Why? Because Congress voted 
1777 that this nation needed a what? A flag. Absolutely. Flag Day. The anniversary of the flag resolution was June the what? 14th, 1777. It was officially established by proclamation of President Woodrow Wilson, May 30th, 1916. So we've been celebrating Flag Day. But it's a day that really goes by on the calendar. Not a whole lot of people say a whole lot about it. Yes or no, amen? No. Yeah, I do, because it's important. While Flag Day was celebrated in various communities for years after Wilson's proclamation, it was still not until August 3rd, 1949, that President Harry S. Truman sign an act of Congress designating what day? June 14th of each year as what? National Flag Day. Am I boring you to tears over here? Are you all alive or not? Are you awake? Yes or no? You're okay. All right. Here we go. We'll keep going then. Here we go. Old Glory. Now let me ask you, a Venice High School student with the red, white, and blue hair. You ever heard this before? Good. I haven't talked to her about it before, but it didn't surprise me that our schools don't teach this. Where are you going to hear about it then? Yes or no, amen, say. Yeah, you're going to hear about it here. Somebody's got to tell you where you came from, who you are as a people. Where does the name Old Glory come from? Because that's what we say, Old Glory. Right? Yes or no? The flag is, you know, another name for the flag is Old Glory. Old Glory wave. You know, you see Old Glory waving. Well, the famous name for the flag was coined by Captain William Driver. He was a shipmaster of Salem, Massachusetts in 1831. As he was leaving on one of his many voyages aboard the brig Charles Doggett, this one would climax with the rescue of the mutineers of the HMS Bounty. We'll see that a little bit later. Some friends presented him with a beautiful flag of 24 stars. As the banner opened to the ocean breeze for the first time, he exclaimed what? Yeah, oh, glory, when he saw the flag waving. That's a good reminder for us today, isn't it? Old glory. You can just feel it, what he, you know, coming out of the man. He retired, this gentleman did, to Nashville in 1837. He took his treasured flag from his sea days with him. Took the flag. Matter of fact, I have a flag in my office. It's folded. Lays on my shelf and... My bookshelves folded up nicely. It was the flag that was flying the day 9-11 happened. And I just wanted that flag. When they took a new, we got a new flag there, I said, well, I'd like that one because that was flying on 9-11. Flags mean something. Means something to me. By the time the Civil War erupted, most everyone in and around Nashville recognized driver's old glory flag. Now, when Tennessee succeeded from the Union, rebels were determined to destroy this man's flag. But repeated searches revealed no trace of this flag that he had taken, that he wanted. Then on February 25, 1862, Union forces actually captured Nashville. And they raised the American flag over the Capitol in Nashville. It was a rather small flag, and immediately folks began asking Captain Driver if that flag he had still existed. Old glory. Remember, they tried to take it. Happy to have the soldiers with him this time, Captain Driver went home and began ripping the seams of his bed. 
And that's where he had that flag hid inside that bed. Captain Driver's grave is located in the old Nashville City Cemetery. If you're going through Nashville, which many of us do from time to time, you might want to take a trip and go see this. You can find it. It's one of only three places authorized by an act of Congress where the flag of the United States is flown 24 hours a day. So you can find it if you want to go check it out. A caption above a faded black and white photograph in the book, The Stars and the Stripes, states that Old Glory may no longer be photographed. The flag, this particular flag, was donated to the what? The Smithsonian. We're just learning about the flag. Are you still awake with me or not? Okay, I know I'm different today. So Old Glory. Well, what about the Pledge of Allegiance? Okay, what about the Pledge of Allegiance? Where that come from? We're talking about the flag today. And so we'll have the flag and we will give our Pledge of Allegiance to the flag. Where does the Pledge of Allegiance come from? On September 8, 1892, the Youth Companion magazine published a few words for students to repeat on Columbus Day of that year. On October 12, 1892, the 400th anniversary of Columbus' arrival, more than 12 million children recited the Pledge of Allegiance, thus beginning a required school day ritual. How many went to school when you said the Pledge of Allegiance at your school? That's crazy. Look, that's most of you. You're going to see that you didn't have to do that because your great Supreme Court said you don't have to. And it happened even, even while you were... Uh, Many of you before you were children, actually. It was not until 1942 that Congress officially recognized the Pledge of Allegiance, 42. But look, one year later, in 43, the Supreme Court said children don't have to say the Pledge of Allegiance. Okay? It ought to be something we want to say. Did you hear me? Yes or no? It ought to be something we want to say. We need something that unites us together as this country, as one union, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. That would be liberty and justice for all is a good thing, I would think, wouldn't you? Yes or no? In June of 1954, an amendment was made to add the words to the Pledge of Allegiance. Say those two words with me. Under God. Added in 1954. It was Dwight Eisenhower, the general, that added it. In this way, we're reaffirming the transcendence of religious faith in America's heritage and future. In this way, we shall constantly strengthen those spiritual weapons which will forever be our country's most what? Powerful resource in peace and war. That's not how we are today. We don't have the same feeling about churches today and religious uh, influence today in our nation that we had under Dwight Eisenhower. Y'all listen to me or not? Okay? I guess I was sleeping. I thought if you'd have told me that churches in North Carolina, South Carolina, Alabama, Tennessee, you name the state you're from, I'm just talking about the ones I know of, if they, if they would have said you can't have church and you must shut your church down or we're going to arrest you, I thought there would be people marching in the streets, really, literally, for the cause of Christ and the cause of the church. It saddened me. It changed me what I saw happen over the last few months. Whether you like me for saying that or not, I'm me. I'm not you. I'm a pastor. I've been doing this. I was saved at a little country church when I was 16 years old. My drunk mama was saved at a church. And uh, to see the churches shut down has broke my heart. Yeah, but what about online? What about it? 
It's not the same as us being together. Y'all hear me or not? Say. It's just not. I'm not trying to make people feel bad. If you stayed home because of your health and stuff, I actually agree with you and I understand that. Just don't tell me to shut down our church. It's crazy. We assume everybody just got their little computer and they're going to go online. Did you know how many people don't have any of that? Yes or no? How many in here, you don't know how to run stuff? Let me see some men. I just don't know how to run all that stuff. Absolutely. And if you can, it's not the same. I'm just saying, wow, have we slipped as a nation. And you might not have been expecting me to talk like this today. It is what it is. Amen. I think somebody ought to talk. I sure like my talk better than what I'm hearing on TV. I might be wrong a little bit, but I think I'm more right than wrong. I'll tell you that right now, okay? So you can just smoke that, okay? So what about the Pledge of Allegiance? Under God was added by Eisenhower. And you know what I did for just a moment? I took his statements and broke them down for us. I want you to see what he said. President Eisenhower said this. In this way, under God in the, in the Pledge of Allegiance... We're reaffirming the transcendence of religious faith in America's heritage and what? Future. Say these scriptures with me from the Bible. What he said, he wrote things and he said it, but what he was saying was backed up by scripture. And I did the homework and found the scripture for you. Say this with me. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord and the people whom he hath chosen for his own Inheritance. That just backs up what he said. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Say that one with me. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a what? A reproach to any people. It is never right to burn buildings. It is never right to steal stuff. It is never right ever, 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 ever to do that. Doesn't matter what you think. If you think otherwise, you think wrong. Righteousness exalts a nation. What we're seeing now a lot tears a nation down. You understand? This is not what God would do. This is not God's word. It's not right. Behold, the nations are, say it with me. Behold, the nations are as a drop of a bucket. Remember that, America. And are, help me, and are counted as the small dust of the balance. Behold, he taketh up the isles as a very little thing. When we think we're all that, and we think God's rules and God's laws and God's ways don't matter, he will take up this nation just like islands in the sea. <laughs> just like that. How many would have thought... I hear people saying constantly now on TV, I've never seen anything like this in my whole life. That's quite a statement, isn't it? That is quite a statement to make. This is the worst thing I've ever seen. This is the worst time our country's ever been through. That's quite a statement to make, isn't it? And look how fast it happened. And you want to blame it on the president. How foolish we are. To think we can elect somebody in, in the place of following the Lord. We're foolish people. We need to return to the Lord. The Bible says, if my people, which are called by what? My name. 
Not by the Democrat Party or the Republican Party. Or we just need a new party. No, what we need is the Lord. And that's our message today. That's why we have a flag. That's why we have a flag day. That's why we have a Pledge of Allegiance. Pledge of Allegiance is just, just a flag. This embodies our religious freedom and our heritage and our trust in the Lord. I wish everybody was a believer in Christ. They're not. That's our mission. Yes or no? President Eisenhower said this. In this way, we constantly strengthen those spiritual weapons. Is that in the Bible? <laughs> yeah. Which forever will be our country's what? Our what? I thought if we could get Nancy Pelosi to work it out. Or, or Mitch McConnell. That's our strongest weapon that our country's gone to hell. Excuse me. But see, it's just a lie. That's not our strongest weapon. Eisenhower had it right. Our belief and trust in God. Those spiritual weapons are our strongest weapons in this country. We need the gospel. We need the Bible. We need church. Though we walk in the flesh, we don't war after the flesh, church. For the weapons are, of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through, the, through God, through the pulling down of strongholds. That's what we need right now. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. And having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Self-governing. We won't have a country unless we govern ourselves. We're a country that self-governs. What does that mean? We need to govern our what? Ourselves. How do you do that? How are you going to be a hell-raising freak? And all of a sudden, you're going to turn you over a new leaf, and all of a sudden, you're going to do just right. Maybe we throw you in prison long enough. That'll get you. It's crazy. We need the Lord. We need His Word. Yes or no? That's my spiritual weapon. That's how I fight. To know that thus says the Lord, and that's what He says, Gary, and that's what you need to do. Praise the Lord. Amen. Come on. Just sort of plain English to me. But thou, old man of God, flee these things. Follow after what? Does it say follow after? Go get you a torch and burn down a building. Godliness. Faith. Love. Patience. Patience. Meekness. Fight the good fight of faith. And probably some of you today. I, people occasionally watch me online. He's getting political. I'm out. Bye. It's, I'm called to fight the good fight of faith. This is what we got to do. Take a stand for the Lord. Do the right thing. I don't think this should be controversial at all. Church is necessary. We need the Lord. This is a nation under God. Torching buildings is wrong. We actually need law and order in this country. I never thought I'd see the day that that's radical. You're a freak, Clark. Spell my name right. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life for until you're called. You've professed a good profession before many witnesses. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the what? 
and the power of His might. Put on what? The whole armor of God that you might be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. There's something else going on here. But against principalities, against powers, against the rules of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places, wherefore, taking you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand. Stand therefore, have your loins girt about with what? With what? Truth. Have on the breastplate of righteousness your feet shod with the gospel, the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, take the shield of faith, wherewith you're able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Take the helmet of salvation. Know that you're saved, man. And the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Pray always with all prayer and supplication in the what? In the Spirit. Watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. President Eisenhower said a mouthful, didn't he? All backed up by Scripture. Old glory. Can you stand to your feet and say this with me this morning? Appreciate it. Today is flag day. It seems like I'm not angry or anything. Does it seem like I am? I prayed this morning and everything. And I had a good time in a truck. But I did ask the Lord to give me power. Give me strength, Lord. Give me strength, Lord. I want to be a strong pastor. That's what I want to be. When a day I can't be a strong pastor, today I want to quit. I just want to quit. I just want to be strong. I don't want to be arrogant. I don't want to be arrogant. I want to be strong. I want you to be able to depend on me. I will let you down, though. Don't worship me. I'm just like you. I'm screwed up, too. But I want to be strong as I can. Amen? And I love our country. Some people probably watching today in the audience or online can't even believe I had Columbus on the screen. What am I supposed to do? Go back and just change all the history and act like this nation just happened like Shazam, here we are. We've always had sinners and we always will. And a lot of us have some problems, don't we? But we need to be together and we need to do what's right. And what is right, God's way is right. And God's word is right. And that's what we stand on here at this church, period. Yes or no? So if you're thinking you're watching or you're here in the audience today and you're going to change me by talking to me later, you're not. I would quit before that. I'm ready to quit, okay? I want to say that I'm ready to quit. I'm ready to quit. Am I quitting? No, I'm not quitting. I'm not retiring. But I'm ready to. But that ain't a bad thing. Living in the now, is it? Yes or no? I want to be ready. I'm ready to meet the Lord. Okay? But I'm ready to do... I just want to do right. I want to love my town for Christ. Amen. Love my... And this isn't a political... This shouldn't be a political issue. This is just history. Amen or oh me? The Pledge of Allegiance. Would you say it with me? Here we go. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Let's thank the Lord for His Word this morning and for our flag. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I have a whole other section. I'm not going to do it on the Star-Spangled Banner, and it was coming right after this, the Star-Spangled Banner. I will tell you this, the Star-Spangled Banner 
came from the fight at Fort McHenry when it looked like we were going to lose our country. And there was a flag that had been sown. Hang in here with me. There had been a flag that had been sown. You want to wonder how big the flag is? Well, it was about as big as this wall all the way to the corner. Yeah, that flag, big flag. That's a big flag. And so this battle ensued. Francis Scott Key was on a ship where they had taken, the Brits had taken prisoner a doctor. And he wanted to go get that doctor freed. And he had letters from British prisoners saying how good this doctor had been to them, even though they were the enemy. And Francis Scott Key went and secured his freedom. But the fight ensued. They wouldn't let him go for, I think, three days. Something like that. And it looked like we would no longer have a nation. And Francis Scott Key in the dawn's early light was on this ship. And he could see the flag. It was so big. He could still see it. And he knew as long as that flag was standing, America still stood and must have won the battle. And so on the back of, a, of a, some kind of paper, he wrote, Oh, say can we see by the dawn's early light. It was such a big hit when he got off the ship. He gave it to somebody that had it printed. It later became our national anthem. Our national anthem is all about us being a nation that's free. That's why you shouldn't take the knee. We're a nation that's free. And if, if you've got you know, issues that you want to solve, that's great. Work at it. Do it peacefully. Do it righteously. Amen. Do it right. But to take our symbol of freedom, where we're one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. No. Goodell's wrong and NBA and all of them's wrong. I don't care what they say. Amen. We're one nation. And then we shouldn't, it shouldn't be trampled upon. Got it? You might wonder, where you stand, Pastor? Do you know now? Praise the Lord. Amen. Lord, thank you for this good day we've had. Lord, thank you that in America I'm free. I can stand on a stage like this, whether at the high school or here. And I can, I can talk about our country and our freedom. And Lord, you know my limited knowledge. I don't get it all right, Lord. But my heart wants to do right, Lord. An old heart that's been desperately wicked, but you've saved me. And Lord, I just, I want to encourage our people today, more than anything, really, the value of the church. The value of the church. I pray we'll all remember when we're at home and, and we're tired and we think we're going to sleep in or maybe not this week. Lord, I pray we'll remember a day like today where it, the greatest thing we can do for our family, for our country, is to get up and go to church. We're free. We're free to hear about Jesus and to be a righteous nation. Help us, Lord, we pray. Help us right here. I pray for our nation, Lord. But our, our nation is here. It's right here. Help us to be the best we can be right here. Help us to do right here, Lord, we pray. We give you credit, Lord. Lord, also, I thank you for the freedom that people today can put their faith in you right here today without being hauled off to jail. 
or be killed for their faith. That's where we live, America. So I pray today that no one will miss the opportunity to put their faith in Jesus. I pray not one will leave lost. With heads bowed this morning, I'd like to lead you in a prayer where you can know that Jesus is your Savior and Lord. I'm not foolish enough to think just you uttering a few words without meaning it is going to change anything. But I know that if you believe in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, down in your heart,